0: Welcome to another episode of We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. I think it's episode 24 for us. Uh, For me, my name is Mike and my co-host Carl. Carl, how are things on the East Coast there in Philadelphia? Crazy week for Philadelphia. How does it feel to be over there? Yeah. Yeah
1: it's uh interesting last week we had another um police i think it was last week i don't know all the weeks kind of blur together but we had a police officer shooting a guy that was uh mentally not well and had a knife so we had that happen
0: Mm -hmm.
1: more places got looted we had more shutdowns of places closing early and curfews and then we got Mr. T out this week, so it's been a quick change of pace. Still chaotic, but uh, it's good. Good things happen in Philadelphia every now and again, and I'm glad I'm here for it. What's going on in your world?
0: Um, <clears throat> not... A terrible amount of interesting things. I mean, Saturday was a big day, obviously. I, um, you know, was uh, more, you know, kind of more emotional than I thought I was going to be. I never really, uh, you know, I never really cared so much for Joe Biden or anything. But just of all the years of this disaster that we've been going through, it just you know, felt good to see that he won and that he had a message of positivity and hope and, you know, uh, just compassion. And, uh, so yeah, Saturday was a great day when it was actually like, you know, when the media all announced everything, I was, I was surprisingly more affected. And I think it was all everybody out in the streets and everybody, you know, going out and, you know celebrating and dancing and you know it just it it affected me in a way that i wasn't expecting and you know it feels good and strangely you know i think a lot of people are feeling this just you do feel this like kind of weight lifted and you do feel maybe a little more hopeful for the future of your own life in this country and, and everything it just feels like ah okay like things are a little better today and that's uh that's nice um,
1: yeah, this is what we waited for.
0: Yeah. I just, yeah, I guess I wasn't, I guess because I wasn't that pumped about, I'm just not that pumped about American politics and the state of where we're at at all. And the fact that still so many people voted for Trump is still very disappointing. Like, winning by so little is not going to stop these maniacs. Um, and it's not going to stop the cult uh, of Trump and of... uh. Right-wing movement. So, so still a lot left to be done. But um, yeah, before that was all announced, we uh, we had an episode of Office Hours live with um, Doug off this week. Um, he was out Doug in Loosen off somewhere. Doug Loosen off. Uh, he was <clears throat> he was out somewhere in his van. Checking in from, uh, I imagine, some sort of outdoorsy camping trip, um, which is cool. Um, he tried to zoom in for the episode; wasn't really working great. But we had a replacement, some female energy, uh, as Matt is always asking for. Megan Keister was uh, live in the studio, and she was a guest. Uh, you know, way back when. I think she was a guest when we, we since we've been doing this, and. They talked about her. They talked summer, so yeah, they talked about her uh, coming in, and they followed through with it, and they brought her in, um, and I think it added a a nice energy to the show. Um, She's she's wacky, you know what I mean? She's uh, (laughs) you know she she laughs real hard and loud at stuff sometimes, and other times she's super dry and. You kind of just never know what to expect with her. You know, she's either like totally going for it in some sort of character um, or she's completely loose and just, you know, giggling through. So it was good. It was good to have like a another big presence on the show. Um, you know, Doug and, and Vic are so laid back. So I thought that was... It was interesting and a nice to nice change of pace. Uh, yeah, what do you think of, of they Megan would ever Keister give her overall a setup? Yeah. Did you uh did you enjoy her uh presence in the program?
1: It was cool. Her laughs a little wild kind of catches me off guard.
0: <laughs> but, it uh, sounds a little sarcastic it sounds a little flavor. sarcastic sometimes.
1: Yeah, which yeah, I think I w- can sometimes I, add to it if you can channel that kind of high laugh.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like a defensive, if like if you have a laugh that kind of sounds sarcastic, you can get away with it being either serious or sarcastic whenever you want. If later on you want to say, oh, I wasn't really laughing at that, I was just sarcastically laughing. Or if later on you want to say, I wasn't sarcastically laughing, I was actually laughing at that. Uh, kind of you, have a, you have your bases covered, so... Good job on her, and I think I feel like her whole persona is kind of that. Like, uh, you know, she kind of dips into both uh, worlds simultaneously a lot. Where you is she being serious? Is she kidding? Is she? Is this a total shtick? Is this? Um. So yeah, so that was cool. Um, the sink in the beginning of the show on the YouTube was was a little dicey. It cleaned itself up. Um, I laughed early on. Um, Tim kind of had to wrangle everybody down, saying everybody. Everybody wants to be the host. It's very appealing to be the host of the show. But there's only one host, and that's Tim. Um, City of the Day was Daily City, California. And um, I think the code is still going here. Um, But, yeah, it was brought to you by Doyle's Boiled Cream, um, which back to a pretty uh pretty pg rated uh city of the day sponsor we're getting our you know they must have yeah, had a lowered it lowered it down brought it down a few degrees um but this is a funny i mean this makes me laugh too i, I like the clean ones I, I like the just the silly idea of it's not ice cream it's boiled cream you know very simple uh and stupid um i
1: thought it was and, random uh, how the one uh bit tim mentioned about the city was that professional skateboarder mike carroll was from there that's such an interesting and random thing to bring up
0: well the uh the interns are responsible for city of the day facts so i wonder if one of the Hmm. new interns is a a skater guy you know all these skaters skater from philly wonder um um they played guess the low with Megan. She guessed the low. She wasn't dead on, but she was close. Tim was talking a little shade about when Doug guesses the low, and Doug was like, "Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I nailed it a couple times. Like you're, you know, you're wrong about that." Um, we had a guy call in. This is a long kind of segment actually, where this guy called in with some jokes, and he started and he did some joke, and it was about like the who, and it was. And t- it was very funny. Tim was just like, fuck you. <laughs> like, just like, fuck you with that fucking joke. Like, don't call up with that trash. And um, it's funny. They just kind of ripped this guy for a while, which is nice. We haven't had that for a while. We just let a guy sit and uh, and burn for a while. They made fun. Yeah, even <laughs> they made, went in. Yeah, they went in on his artwork collage. Like... And they just kept, they, but they, kept, let, they let them keep going. So it was fun. I think it was all in good fun. Um, So that was. Yeah, if that. they're
1: going to stick around and stay in the fire, keep them burning. Yeah,
0: yeah. You got you got That's another one? You know, I, I, I was like, where is the you got another one fucking drop? Like, oh, my God. It's never been needed so much in the history of mankind. If you got another one. Yeah. Um, so then we I think there was some scheduling shuffling. I think John C was maybe supposed to come on but they they swapped it up and they got the Tim's uh, Tim's old band. Um what is it? Tim the Hi- Tim Heidecker masterpiece I think is what it's called. Um and these two guys, this was fun, this was great. Um Jared and James from his band. I um enjoyed hearing about i mean really that's this is some of the good shit for us all that have listened to fucking three thousand episodes of office hours and pretty much know everything about tim when you get like new info about the past and like these these kind of you know these these forgotten years of before tim was famous and him trying his art and like doing stuff and just more of a regular guy like like anybody just trying stuff that's the good shit that's what you want to hear about what it was like what people were like what they looked like what they were doing so i love that um i love the reminiscing and it's real cash too you could tell they're like i've said before sometimes when they have people when you have somebody that you know already it's kind of boring but when you have two when you have people that know each other super well and can tell funny stories about each other and like you know have interesting facts and stuff to talk you know of, of like their past i think it's i think it's strong content for us super fans um so that all sounds yeah, interesting yeah it's different than
1: just uh industry insiders and inside jokes
0: yes in correct um yeah so Interesting, right? So it's like, in this episode, you have Tim's old friends, right, <laughs> that he had a project with. And then you bring on Tim's new friends that he has a project with, his famous friends. Um, but, yeah, so they, they talked about how the old friends, they had some, Tim said they have all these videos that they found. And they, you know, where they did these rock operas and all this shit. So hopefully that some of that stuff uh gets put out for us patreons or whatever um that would be fun to see some of that stuff we're fans of all we're you know we're we're into all that old stuff matt carlin if you're listening um that's some more content uh, for the boys um the fred armison messages <laughs> i thought it was cool <laughs> how they brought up cell time.
1: phones from way back when
0: yeah cell phones. first cell phone tim you know tim rang up a seven hundred dollar bill or something I remember that. I remember those yeah, days, what man. What was your first when it, when cell phone? Ah, uh, I think it was a a razor or something. Does that make sense? Like a razor.
1: Yeah, Motorola razor. That was a yeah high tech one. That's a good one to start with.
0: I think I had a decent. I, I don't know. I might have had a shittier one before that. Um, but I had a pager, and I remember like moving from pager to phone. It was a big deal, man. It was it was sweet. You know, a couple friends had phones, like, you know, before you, so there'd be, like, one friend in the group that had a phone, and it was, like, everybody would just hammer on that phone. But it was great. Like, there was that there was that little middle period where some people had cell phones, some people had pagers, so you could page people from your friend's cell phone, which was so easy. You know, you used to have to go to a pay phone to page your friend, and it was just annoying. Um... But once there was like that little mixture, it was like okay, now we're now we're doing stuff. We're kind of texting. You, you got into the text on the pager, you know, was was early and like, oh wow, um, that was yeah, yeah, like just like messages, and, like, little basic ass messages. But I remember that time. That's right when I was like graduating high school. So that was key to communicate back then. Find out where the hang is, where the woods party is. Um. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so Fred Armisen's call in messages. Um, I'm when they do these like stupid, like pretend to be talking to a guest, but really it's it's clearly a recording. I like it. it, makes me laugh most times, and very good with Fred Armisen. Um, I was a fan, and this they did it a couple times, so that was great. Um, you know the second time, like, you know, Tim asked for kind of some more, and then Fred, like, <laughs> Fred gave a lot of stuff. Like, he didn't just, like, send one little message. He did, like, ten minutes of... He just... Was, oh, God, I love watching them work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just love to watch them work and all that shit. Very funny. Um, We had the weird ass, uh... That fucking song by that strange-ass dude that makes those videos that that they used to play on the show. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, I didn't write it down, but uncle Tom. Yeah. Tim's uncle. Yeah. Um, who's has like another name, but he, he had some weird ass song that they used to play on the show a while back. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'm watching this video now. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. Oh, so you hadn't seen the video. (laughs) The, The video is unbelievable. Um, the video is a very, very big part of the, uh, Presentation of the song. The song is nothing without the, not nothing. It's it, the song's fun, but with the video, it's pretty classic. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, speaking of fun songs, not to take away from this guy's work on his video and song, but I will say the the biggest laughs I got from the whole episode was when they went into the Action News full song. The dam dam pam 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 I mean, that was fucking hilarious. Like, that's like one of those perfect little moments that happens where Tim just takes it into the, you know, he starts, in, he just starts kind of going off on this little character of like the guys in the studio recording Sorry, it I and the musicians. And it just clicks, you know what I mean? It's just like, oh, this is your guy's wheelhouse. Uh, you know exactly. Like, Vic could jump in and, um, <laughs> I don't know, I was dying during that, uh, during them talking about... I guess, I don't know, ooh, did I lose you, Carl? So yeah, we just had a little audio problem, but we're back. Yeah, we were talking about the Action News song, which I was saying was my... uh, That was my LOL moment of the week. Um, I was dying laughing, hearing tim uh you know pretending he was in the studio and he's you know he's acting as the musicians and the the drummer and the guy recording and um maybe it's because i've spent quite a bit of time in studios and like you know and plus i've seen plenty of music docs which it was kind of like that sort of take on it um but yeah that just made me laugh and i i don't think i'd ever heard that whole song um i'd only heard oh yeah it's a uh, wild one. Yeah, it fucking, it's fucking I good. couldn't believe how how far it went. If I had heard it it was buried in my in the back of my brain somewhere. So So that was really funny. Um and then eh, what else did I else I know? They they had a couple callers. They talked um talking crackers. Lots of crackers talk. Yeah. Yeah, lots of crackers talk. Um
1: what's your go to?
0: I don't, you know, I was trying to think of that when I was um, listening. I don't really eat a lot of crackers, I'm not going to lie. Uh, um, but I do like a Trisket, I'm not going to lie. Um, and I'm not opposed, uh, you know, Tim was kind of like, you don't like those rosemary, you know, those like flavor. Like, I'm not mad at those. Like, sometimes those are, uh, like, sometimes those are a nice item. Salty, but.
1: Yeah, or- it depends on what you're accommodating it with.
0: Yeah, you know what I do like, which they didn't talk about? I like rice crackers. Mm. The little discs, you know, they're not, like, in the cracker section. They're usually, like, in the, maybe the Asian section or something, but um, whole foods. Like rice cakes? Nope, rice crackers. They're, like, little thin discs, super thin and light, and there's, like, different, there's, like, um, you know, you get, like, a... Uh, like a sesame flavor or just a plain salt or a wasabi flavor. There's something that are like a little, they're like like an Asian, you never have an Asian rice, they come in like the long. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I see what you're talking about after I took a quick Google.
0: Yeah. Those are, those are tasty. I mean, that, that would be my pick. I think, um, Carl, what's your cracker?
1: So I started off strong in my co- Cracker career with goldfish, the normal cheddar kind, and then recently I've been going towards this one pita chip that, and I know it's probably not quite a cracker, but it's pretty close.
0: Um, I don't know about this that pita chip. Bigger. No, 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 no. You can't. Where that, that's that's chips. We talking crackers I or don't, chips I would have here? Look at it. Okay. It's probably
1: a cracker, but I kind of just go at it. Does it like come in a
0: bag a or a box? Bag. Yeah, then not a cracker.
1: Oh, okay. I think that's
0: I think that's our differenti- differentiator is yeah. uh, the bag. Well, or
1: then th- what do you say about
0: Goldfish? Snack. I don't even think Goldfish is, counts as a cracker. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be able to like spread something on it. That has to be an option for a cracker. Okay. Pita chips pretty right. close, but that's like you know that's that's a pita chips a pita chip. That's you know you got. I want to hear you know a wheat oh a, a saltine yeah, a wheat, a, wheat cracker, cracker. a saltine a wheat thin it needs to come like in a stack right it needs to be stacked sure. or boxed and bagged triscuit hmm. wheat thin uh, wh- uh what, what was on the cheese it a cheese it that gave me a cheese it bag on the plane today
1: nobody ever puts stuff on cheese its though
0: yeah that would be aggressive but you could i think <laughs> cheese it works as a cracker um anyway crackers who's eating crackers anyway crackers are crap um so I wrote Stallone
1: oh yes Stallone meets rocky
0: yeah okay I don't really remember why we were talking about this but
1: it just got brought up I saw someone posted it on the discord okay so it's an actual YouTube video that they were referencing.
0: Um, lobster elbows got dusted. I felt bad for the guy, but I don't know if you've heard this call, but he called in, and he was like asking Tim like what is your you know tell us about your space documentary and like you know he he came in with a bit, and Tim was like not having it, and just like they just let him go. And um, I just was like, "Lobster also brings it sometimes, and you know it does did it, the it good on Halloween." And he's, I think he was trying to become maybe, you know, more of a reg caller, than maybe the you know minor league fill world or something. But uh, didn't bite. Sorry, bud. Next time, try it again. Today's episode is brought to you again by graphic designer Mike Tucci. Uh, Mike Tucci, you can go to www.miketucci.com and see all of his great design work. And, uh, you know, right now he's giving out a special offer to the listeners of this podcast um, for a free quote for your next project, which, you know, sometimes if you need a design and you don't, you know, you don't know, any, a lot of people have friends that do it and stuff. But if you don't have a friend, and you, or you just want like a fresh look on something that you are working on, that maybe a friend has worked on, or you have an old logo that you want to update, anything like that, give Tucci a holler. Go to his website, track him down, tell him what he sent you, and he'll mock something up for you. He'll give you, a, or we'll give you a quote. I don't know if he'll mock something up for you. He'll talk you through it, and he'll tell you, you know, what it's going to cost, and, and he'll work with you. But I think he's um he's down to. To work uh, in, you know, with good people for good prices, and um, I think he just wants to get some work out there. He's looking to get more work out there, and wants to use this amazing community of Office Hours live fans, um, like we all do. And uh, we'll also just say that if anybody wants to collaborate with us <clears throat> on WLHF Pod, we can work out other. Uh, sorts of sponsors like this if you have personal things that you want to get the word out to to a few more people we're not reaching millions by any means but um, you know maybe if there's a few more people that hear about your product please um, hit me up Um, you can find me on on twitter uh, at Sizzla S-I-Z-Z-Z-L-A-H is my personal twitter handle or you can hit me up on pod on Twitter. Those are two places to send me a message if you want to do that. Um, so, yeah. Back to the show. Um, <laughs> so then we had the Moonbase 8 chat. and We had, we had Jonathan Kreisel first. Um, they talked the election for a while. We've done that. Uh, and then John.
1: What did Chrysler do on Tim and Eric way back when? Did he help produce it?
0: I imagine he was a director. Uh, um, yeah, that would be my guess. Um, they said he was there from the get-go, um, mm-hmm. so I'd guess he directed, right? Um, I uh, I didn't do my homework on Jonathan Chrysler, but they they did talk about it as if he. You know, was I don't know. I guess he wrote Tim and yeah, I. He was I've
1: always seen his name.
0: Yeah, he he co-wrote. Um, I, I don't know. According to, to his Wikipedia, he may have uh, directed fifty-two episodes. So, um, hmm. uh, and he directed. Check it out. He directed. Uh, he was one of the editors on Tom Goes to the Mayor. So he's been around He's a producer and animator on Tom Goes to the Mayor, directed Tim and Eric. He's also directed Baskets, Portlandia, um, some SNL Digital Shorts, some Brule, um, and most recently Moonbase 8. So um, let's get into Moonbase 8. Did you watch the pilot or did you watch any of it?
1: I did. I've, I haven't gotten Showtime yet, but I saw that they put the first episode on YouTube. So I watched that yesterday. It's good. I'm just curious if they're going to have a lot of reoccurring jokes or if each episode is just going to have, like, the jokes it has and the plot goes along, but there's no reoccurring jokes or deep things that are going on.
0: Yeah. So I watched. Story arc. I watched, like, three and a half episodes. Um, the fourth episode i had it downloaded to my ipad and it like starts skipping it in the middle of it so i just oh wow so they're already up all six are up if you get the showtime you can watch them all yeah so oh wow people are people are free trial and yeah yeah free trial and delete that's what i'm doing don't uh i'm sure (laughs) they don't want people to do that but i'm sure that showtime's numbers you know if you they're not like tracking who they're all all they're, they're only tracking new subscribers right like they're not tracking when you delete it they don't they're just they're only mm. anyway um i don't know uh so moonbase 8 was <sighs> you know i don't want to say anything really negative because i love all the guys and i think it's good um i think it's fine um tim said you know you got to let it, you got to watch a couple episodes you know the pilots maybe potentially the, the weakest episode and yeah, I thought some of the stuff some of the choices and things were were strange or just unexpected from those guys. And I think one thing that I kept couldn't stop thinking about was when John C. came on office hours, he had said, Here's what I'm gonna tell you about the show. His sales pitch was this was me, Tim, and Fred Armisen and Jonathan Kreisel just doing whatever they wanted. Like the like You know, like, they had complete control of the script and complete control of the style, the tone, everything. And I find it strange that that's what they came up with. Um, And I don't want to say that in, like, a negative way. It just seems really pretty safe. uh, Pretty, like, I don't know, mainstream or... uh, I don't know. Just some of the choices in there. I'm I'm a little baffled by um, of the tone of, of just the, the really I mean, you got these guys that you we all know are freaking crazy funny and. I, I, it's strange. I mean, if these are the same guys that made, you know, Steve Brule and I understand they want to like they want to, you know, use some range and um, oh shit loud ass noise you know they want to like you know they want to try different things in their careers and they don't always want to be complete goofball maniacs and they want to like attempt some different styles of humor Uh, just this style wasn't something that I really expected Um, and maybe it's just we're we're coming off the stand-up special where it's like Tim is like this could not be a further opposite version of a a Tim character you know this is way back. Somebody said today, um, it's fun to see Tim back in his Tom Goes to the Mayor role as, like, the straight man kind of, like, goof dummy, you know, that's just, like, and, yeah, I, I think that's fine. It, it is interesting to see different stuff. I just don't know. <sighs> I think we're better than that. I don't, I don't want to say that we're better than that, but, you know just with all these like kind of space comedies happening right now i wonder why like i wonder why this was the choice and what what and maybe something happens <clears throat> in these later episodes that you know will make it all make more sense to to my mind but <clears throat> my honest first reaction was huh okay so this is what this is like it doesn't even seem like something that if those guys watched it They'd be like, "This is genius." You know what I mean? They would say, "Oh, it's fine." You know what I mean? It's like not—it's weird. Um, just hasn't blown me away at all. And some of the some of the jokes and stuff have been just unexpected. And some like you know, a lot of physical stuff. And you know, um, Jonathan Kreisel had said his sales pitch was, "It's a lot dumber than you think," and. Again, I was like, yeah, it's pretty dumb, but it's not like, I don't know, it's not like totally ridiculously dumb. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's still kind of straight and you're like following these kind of knuckleheads in a completely ludicrous situation, um, nowhere near realistic or anything. But they like sneak in some like regular kind of stuff, so... I don't know. We'll have to do an update once you watch some more. And I, I'm going to finish it this... <clears throat> I'm probably finish it. I have to finish it this week so, that, so I can cancel my trial. But um, <laughs> um, I'd say I just had mixed feelings um, early on. I mean, it, it, it made me smile. It makes me laugh a couple times. I think Fred Armisen maybe fits the most into his kind of role uh, for me. Um, like, Fred Armisen kind of does his more typical fred Armisen thing i guess if that makes sense um mm-hmm. where tim's doing something that's so different than what he has to offer that i don't know maybe i'll fall in love with it um and i'm just you know yeah his cho- the choice for him to be like a christian guy um yeah uh, okay anyway um did you have any laugh out loud moments during that first episode
1: uh, I didn't expect the one person to die.
0: I did because, <laughs> first episode. because John C. said some people die in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. And it was I fucking. And it I was didn't tra- expect it. And it was Travis Kelsey. Like, they're not going to have an NFL player on the whole season of Moonbase 8. Hey, like, that would have been outrageous. So I definitely was expecting him to die, and I was just waiting for it. And it was totally set up. But even if I didn't know, I don't know how funny that is really it's just kind of bizarre but i don't understand the point really um i guess the point being like that they just were gonna lie and you know whatever um but uh yeah there was some fun stuff in the the next couple episodes that i saw um i definitely wanted to keep watching it's not like i was like fuck this show i want to turn it off i'm bored but um I might just be too close to all this, you know, like, all these guys. And, like, I'm seeing them. I'm laughing at shit that they're saying on this show all the time and getting, like, some really good, personal, hilarious stuff Mm -hmm. that, like, seeing them in a more scripted, um, although they wrote the script. So I don't know. It's like Tim, Tim talks about how they had so much fun on the set and how they were just joking around and they came up with all these funny bits. And it's like, yeah, bro, those bits seem funnier than what you were recording, you know, than what you were filming. Um, so that could be harsh. Um, Whatever. Tim doesn't listen to this. Maybe he will. And because um, I know he gets hot about the <laughs> the negative reviews. And I'm not really giving it a negative review. I just, you know. Because we have this show, I think I wanted to just kind of talk how, how I'm honestly feeling. I just watched it today, like on the airplane um, traveling. So um, we'll check in again with more Moonbase news next week. Um, after hours, you get to jam a little of that in? or Did you finish it or yeah, no? A
1: little bit. No, I was surprised to see that it was over an hour. And it felt as if it was pretty solid with all the Zooms and everyone chiming in. That way.
0: Do you have any noteworthy stuff? I um I was driving when I listened to it. I didn't I wasn't able to take notes, but um you know, it was a lot a lot of uh election talk and
1: um Gray Niner.
0: Gray Niner, um Yeah. Trucker, that dude still rolls. Yeah, man, it's really it feels like a Ages ago, I really—if I don't take notes, I'm kind of screwed with after hours. Um, <laughs> you got to walk us through this, Carl. What happened on after hours? Yeah, what was, uh, what he was the best? Called in, he
1: gave a few honks, talked about going through Pennsylvania and mm-hmm. heading out, uh, Philly. So it's good to touch base with him. I'm glad he's become a regular on the show.
0: Yeah. Did you? That was the one. Why? Mm-hmm. Did you watch um, the election night uh, coverage?
1: Part of it. Part of it, it?
0: yeah. 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 I had it on... Yeah. I I had it on um, sort of while, um, you know, I had the news on, and I had, like, different stuff going, and um, it was... uh, yeah it was it was fun I had it like kind of half volume but like on and um it was uh it was fun it was you know sort of uh i was too fucking distracted i could not like lock into what they were talking about I, like i had to like get the up to date news and was very mm-hmm. keyed in on the you know the m s n b c s and stuff and oh yeah they dropped the drop concert uh trailer um at the end of the episode did you get a chance to watch that I did that looks promising I did Looks fucking like cr- yeah yeah it looks it looks really fun uh, yeah I mean as soon as they said that um you know Ben uh Ben Levin was going to be animating it I um you know seeing what he's done with a couple things um you know like the the different things that uh his jokes that he, you know, or those jokes that he animated and stuff, That scene does seem promising, and he does, like, you know, some 3D animation and, um, you know, all that, but um, that does look cool. Uh, and now they're selling this sucker. I, you know, I'm a little surprised. Um, I mean, Tim's giving away a stand-up special for free, but they're charging to watch Drop Concert the movie. Interesting choice. Um, But that's cool. Um, I mean, I'm, I don't, if I'm available, I'll probably watch. I'm definitely going to watch it at some point. Um, So that is promising for sure. Um, um, Yeah, after hours, super cash. Um, You know, I really enjoyed just kind of, I had a long drive from, uh, Portland, Oregon to Eugene, Oregon. And usually I, you know, usually I watch the full after hours and sit and take notes and blah, blah, blah. But it was really nice to just listen to it as a casual, good old podcast and just like have it, you know, rush over my head and not have to think about it or analyze it too much. So, um, sorry, I don't have more feedback about it, but, um, it's, it's a great, I, I will just say, overall, After Hours is a great, you know, for the Patreon or non-Patreoners. Um, After Hours is like a, I'd say the show is, is pretty sweet, and you got to, like, pay attention and, like, stick with the show. And I suggest you have to watch it, even though Carl doesn't watch it live. And I don't watch it live a lot of the time either, but the YouTube is like, a, there's a lot going on. It's super fun. After Hours, on the other hand you can kind of just take that down whenever going for a ride, going for a run, going for a walk. Um, it's super, super cash and their, their moods are usually way chilled out. Um, so it's like a nice cool down. Uh, I don't know why I'm talking about after hours, like generically. It's just cause I got nothing else to say. Um,
1: yeah. Collectively good episode. It was fine. It's nice yeah. to see Doug. Doug's still around. Hopefully we get him back in there soon.
0: Yeah, I wonder, um what will you know kind of go down um this week. Uh I think Tim put out his letter um um maybe before um the the announcement of the um you know, that like it was official for Biden? I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just reading over Tim's note from Saturday, you know, he says, you know, it's really different from anything he's ever done. I think it takes an episode or two to get into it, so don't judge too harshly on the first episode, which may be the weakest one, which is usually the case with pilots or episode ones, if you think about it. Um... So that's like, you know, he says it was really so fun to spend six weeks with those two and just hang and play and make something on our own terms. Hope we can do more. Um, But like that. So don't judge too harshly on the first episode. Isn't that strange to be that like that they would have a first episode that they were in complete control of that, like they were making the show and got the, you know, got a budget together to make their own thing. Those three guys. And like doesn't that seem kind of like a note from, like, if the, he was doing, like, a network show or a cable show? Yeah. It, it's, like, not... It doesn't seem like the kind of note you'd make about your own thing. So that that's what's kind of throwing me a little bit. It's just, like, was there, like, a pitch initially before that was, like, all right, we want you guys to go out... Or like, did A24, like, say, like, we want you guys to make this, like, workplace comedy and... But now you can you can do whatever you like with these restraints, you can do whatever you want. But it has to be a space, you know, moon base comedy. Like, did they, were they given the name, like, moon base aid into the premise and say, okay, make this? And then, you know, or was that all their original idea? And, you know, it's just a bizarre choice. Um, sorry to go back to that again, but I was just reading over his letter. Um, that's all I got for this week. Um, I finished uh, an edit of a film that I'm very excited to share with everybody soon. And, you know, I guess if somebody talked about what I just made the way I'm talking about that, I would probably be sort of upset. So um, (laughs) I apologize um, for... I'm just trying to be honest. I I do like it and I appreciate it. And um, it's... uh, Yeah, okay. Um, someday if I ever speak to Tim, I would like to maybe ask him, you know, how the, why, you know, why this, what is this, why does this mean anything to anybody? <laughs> it's just random as fuck. Right. You know, it's just like, okay. So what about you? You got a podcast. Did you release anything this week?
1: Uh, we're on a small hiatus just trying to get a hold of people. We've been yeah. reaching out. And I've only been able to chat with so many people. So we haven't updated for quite some time, but hopefully in the near future. Don't let it die.
0: Out. Don't let it die, girl. I have, I have a friend in Philly um, who, uh, like, he, him and his wife, like, they have this, they, like, um, I don't know. Have you ever heard of these, like, it's a place where you get, like, your hair, like, these, like, salon-type type places, but it's, like, a almost like a, a market of it. Where like it's all okay. it's all these like studios that like are, are under one big building. So like, but yeah, it sounds like, like, like the building. Yeah, it's like where they individually can. You, like you go into this place, like you you want you like you know you have like the person that cuts your hair, and if they go solo, they can rent out one of these like little spots in this massive place, and then they can make their own kind mm-hmm. of personal appointments, and they're kind of like starting that bit. They like started that business in Philly. So if you ever mm-hmm. need a. You know, ever need somebody? They might. She, she's a good That's talker. Cool. It's not that inter- it's not that interesting, but they're cool, and they, you know you could have some, probably talk about Philly and just business and yeah, you know, the difference. We're always down for that. All right, everybody. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Um, fun week, wild week, feeling good, feeling hopeful, feeling positive. Um, all good. Some great content out of the boys. We got Moonbase Eight. Sign up for Showtime, watch it all, and then cancel it. You can watch it for free today. You can watch all of them. it only take you like under three hours. They're, they're less than 30 minutes each. You can watch it all tonight and have your own thoughts about it, and you can tweet and talk about it, and you can try to kiss Tim's ass by tweeting how great it is and hope that he retweets you on Twitter, things like that. <laughs> uh... So have a good one, everybody. Carl, have a great week. Any messages for the fans here?
1: Nope. Take care, gang.
0: Take care, everybody. Be safe. And uh, wear a mask, as always.